Hello, and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. Uh, we're here with Nancy Zavada, the president of Meet Green, um, and we're getting ready to broadcast this on Earth Day um, 2019. Where does the time go, Nancy? I, th- I thought it was just Earth Day 2018 uh, yesterday. It was. <laughs> well, Nancy, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and so tell us, uh, tell everyone what uh, Meet Green is about. And You've been around for a long time. You've done columns for us, lots of content. Thanks for that. And uh, I think you're probably the foremost authority on sustainable meetings. So uh, maybe describe to the listeners um, what it is you guys do. Wow, thank you. Um, I'm happy to describe what we do. We are celebrating our 25th year this year. And I thought I was going to work myself out of a job in sustainable meetings, but it turns out uh, that I'm not working myself out of a job yet because there's so much more to be done. So what Meet Green does basically is we provide full conference management services um, when we produce our events sustainably. And we also do consulting for large companies and large conferences that have their own planning staff and, and just help them with the sustainability sections of their events. And I know, I mean, I've been covering this industry for a long time, and uh, sustainability has been a very important topic in in recent years. Uh, But as you mentioned, uh, you thought you were going to work yourself out of a job. Uh, There's always more to do. It seems to kind of ebb and flow. But I mean, I think it really has sort of solidified as something important that meeting planners want to do, but they may not uh, know how to go about doing it. Is that that kind of uh, your take on it, too? That is my take on it. It's It can be very complex if you choose to do everything. And um, it, the landscape is always changing, but I really am proud of our industry. It seems like it's getting more and more mainstream all the time, especially with the venues and the vendors. Uh, they're really taking it on and it's making our job as meeting organizers easier to find a sustainable or green venue. And, um, you know, and so for Earth Day, uh, what are some simple things that meeting planners can do? I mean, it seems like a daunting tax. And like like you said, I mean, you can go in whole hog and make that uh, your 24-7 responsibility. But I'm guessing you know some key, very basic things that anyone can implement to make their meeting more sustainable. I think the biggest thing that people should be doing right now is asking seems like every time that there's a survey that comes out, the, the um, vendors say, well, nobody's asking for it. And then the planners say, well, nobody's asking if I want to do it. So let's start the conversation. Let's begin by asking. I mean, that starts way off when you're starting with your RFP and working with your destinations. You know, you should be asking them in that, um, giving them a survey and ask them what they're doing what their building is like, what kind of green certifications they have. Can you have recycling at the facility? What can be recycled? I mean, those are probably the first things that you would do. You also want to look for a destination that is walkable so that um, the destination or the meeting venue that you're using, you can walk to shopping, walk to nightlife, um, walk to mass transit. And so you're, you're being using a lot less rental cars and taxis and being kinder on the earth and having a better experience, really. And what are some of the, like the top pushback uh, things you hear from meeting planners who uh, may may find this a bit of a daunting task? 
Um, there's a, there's a, there's a new pushback, but there's a, you know, a couple of different pushbacks. It costs too much mo- time. It takes too much, costs too much money, uh, too much time. Uh, don't want to learn something new. The interesting new pushback we're getting is, oh, well, we don't use bottled water anymore and we cut out our paper use. So we're done. And, and that's really just the start. And you mentioned uh, asking, uh, I would assume, like destinations and facilities up front. Um, I mean, uh, I would think really any at least major facility worth their salt really has thought about this and could is at the ready to tell you everything they can do. Absolutely. And that's the exciting part about this is, you know, when I first started this and in this business, I would go and ask and they, I would get, you know, a star-eyed look back, but now they can usually really talk about what their sustainability um, issues, challenges, and what their initiatives are, or they can at least know that they don't have any. <laughs> so starting there. If there's silence on the other line, end of the line, then you know, uh, right. maybe you need to look somewhere else if that's important. Right. You don't have to educate them anymore. And that's nice. <laughs> What are some things you think you should ask a facility, that the basic things that they should uh, be able to offer? I would certainly um, ask, like I said, ask about uh, recycling, what they have uh, available to them, what kind of waste management systems they have. I would um, request, this is one of the ones I just said people think they're done at, but I would talk to them about no bottled water being served. And if they have water refillers or water bubblers and, and how mu- that might look to them. Uh, I would also ask that all condiments be served in bulk. So no little sugar packets or little creamers, all those be served in bulk. Um, those are some of the easy low hanging fruit asks. Um, and ask for the food to be donated after your um, after your meeting, it's really food waste is a huge issue right now. It's taken off, you know, in the world and in meetings and no, food waste. No one wants to see it. No one wants to be ordering it and, and doing it. So I think that's an issue if they just want to hone in on one or two issues. I think that's a great one right now. And, and I know I think I learned about the Bill Emerson Act from you years ago. Um, you know, and so in case any facility comes back and says, well, it's illegal for us to, uh, to donate leftover food. Uh, you have a uh, response to that probably, right? Absolutely. See, you should be doing this. I should be interviewing <laughs> you. <laughs> but yes, absolutely. The Bill Edmerson Act uh, makes sure that planners are not liable. Also, just hook up with a local food bank. Um, Second Harvest has a wonderful website where you just type in the zip code where your event is going to be, and it and it shows you all the local food banks. So once you get coordinated with a food bank, it it makes it much easier. Um, but also on food waste, you know, really look to um, serving smaller portions. You know, reduce your plate size so there's not as much food waste. Um, make sure there's composting. Composting is very, very helpful for that. Uh, one other th- new game that we've started playing is uh, the clean plate challenge, where you have a buffet. And it, it used to be, and still is a lot of times, that the last person through the buffet, it looks the same as the first person going through the buffet. And if you're from a large family like I am, you know that you know the last person gets the, gets the last pork chop. Sure, there's going to be food, 
but it doesn't always look like the first person it's going to look for. So you, but you've really got to educate your attendees that this is what you're doing on their behalf. So they don't think that there's, you know, something wrong with they're the last person through and don't have all this bounty. But the game really is that you tell them up front to take only what they're going to eat and then they um, enjoy their meal. And then there's a station at the end where they take their plate and, um, can compost the scraps or, or get rid of the scraps. And if they have a clean plate, they get a little button or a ribbon, or if you're using gamification, they get extra points for that. And it's it's just so much fun to watch people with the, the peer pressure of not filling, overfilling your plate and then also making sure it's clean. My, my dad would be so excited because he nagged me about that my whole life. It, it all comes back to what your parents told you, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> Uh, and then what well, you mentioned also that you need to tell people what's going on. I mean, it's all great to do this, but if you don't educate or tell attendees and, and other organizers, et cetera, hey, this is all we're doing and this is what it's going to accomplish, mm-hmm. then, I, you know, it's like you almost you haven't uh, done it at all in, in some respects. Right. And, and they like to know what's being done on their behalf. I mean, everybody's into this experiential marketing now. So people want to know what is happening and how they can get involved and how they can be good corporate citizens. That's that's part of the experience now and it's very valuable. And then uh, one final thing uh, just on the uh, sustainability part of it, um, you know, how about the whole straw issue and plates and that? And I mean, there's a lot of options for uh, compostable plates, et cetera, these days, right? Mm-hmm. There are, and the, the options are getting better all the time. I mean, you can certainly look for disposables if that's, you know, what your event is like, but I really think serving on China with silver and and really making it a, talk about experience, uh, you know, a first-class experience is important. So I, I look to try to get away from disposables whenever possible. Um, and give my my guests a different experience completely. Um, the plastic straw, you know, I live in Oregon. Pretty much, you don't ever get a straw anymore at all in any restaurants. And you you if you wanted one, would have to fight for one. There are some that are doing paper straws, and and that's great as well. Um, but they're really looking for solutions to that now. They uh, they check cars for plastic straws when you come in across the border, don't they? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. And then uh, let's. Uh, and it, you also, when we were talking earlier, mentioned there's some hot trends for uh, sustainable F and B happening. Uh, maybe what are some of those? Well, I think this is this is where the world and the events world collide. I mean, people are looking for local organic food. They want fresh, healthy food. They want it seasonal. They want to experience what's going on in the region they where they are holding the event. Um, seafood, they want it sustainable. They don't want farmed salmon. They want um, fresh, wild-caught food. Um, they're looking for water-wise selections. You know, many, many people now are eating a, more of a plant-based diet, which is more water-wise than choosing beef or lamb. Uh, and imperfect produce, that has also become another fun thing. Um, people making all sorts of meals with things that otherwise wouldn't have gotten to the restaurant or to the supermarket. I mean, who cares what your carrot looked like before it went into the soup? Right. And there's some pretty fun Iron Chef challenges that are going on with imperfect 
produce and foods too. That is, it's just great fun to watch uh, what can be made and no one's ever the wiser. Excellent. And um, so there's a lot of information to uh, sort of process and all this stuff, but I am guessing a good step is to go to Meet Green's website, right, Nancy? That uh, would be lovely, Meet Green's website. We are also launching a new, um, it's kind of like a tool or a calculator called My Event Footprint, and it's myeventfootprint.com, which is going to give you, you know, how many people at your event and what you did or didn't do, and it's got carbon calculations and amount of water saved and and all sorts of great factoids at the end of it. So uh, look for that, too. Excellent. Maybe repeat that website and then Meet Green's website address. Okay. Um, Meet Green is just meetgreen.com. And the other is myeventfootprint.com with our little calculator tool. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Nancy. Thank you. Happy Green Day. Uh, Earth Day. Green Day. That's <laughs> And to you. Uh, Excellent. And thank you for uh, listening today to this Meetings Today podcast. Um, Go ahead and head on over to meetingstoday.com. We have a podcast section there where you can see all of our interviews with industry experts and go out and have a great rest of the day. 